You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LeapSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Hey, everyone in. Let's go. Huddle up on three. One, two, three. Huddle up. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Welcome, everyone, to the Huddle Up Podcast. We did it our way, baby! We did it! We did it! We did it! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Huddle Up Podcast. Tuesday night, February the 8th, 2022. We are glad to be back with you after a uh, a bye week. We took off Pro Bowl week, but uh, we got to be back to preview the big game, the Superb Owl. I don't know what the rules are. If we can, if we can say that those two words, I know some people can't say those two words in like a broadcast. So, um, but we are glad to be with you. Uh, I think Kyle may be joining us in a little bit. He's uh, he's on assignment for his own stuff. If, if he joins us, we'll get a chance to talk to him about that. What's going on, Devin? What's up, everybody joining us live? Give us a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. Uh, Check out our uh, social media at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. You can get our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Um, of course, our networks and everything. You know all about that. Kyle says he will be in soon. And uh, he said he saw AJ Hawk twice today, thanks to Matt. So, Matt, how are we doing tonight, buddy? Doing well. Uh, we'll see how this, this Sixers game finishes up. But for now, looking forward to the game this weekend. Um, Looking forward to some festivities in Philly this weekend as well. So, all right, good you're things. going down to a game, right? 
Um, so I'm going to wing pull Friday morning, which is the Philly tradition right before the Super Bowl. Um, but then I might also be attending the Sixers game that night. It's still up in the air. Very cool. EJ, how are we doing this week? Doing well, doing well. Looking forward to the game this weekend. I mean, sad time because football's ending. It's been a fantastic year. Um, hey, we but, have uh, the yeah. uh, USFL coming back. I mean. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Yeah, that too. I mean, I'll check it out. I, I don't. I haven't even really heard it. Do they even have teams? Like, do they have rosters yet? Or is it eight, eight teams? Yeah, eight teams. They're playing in one location for this year just to save on cost. Um, right. But there's like eight eight host cities that will eventually host a team. So uh, right. we'll see how that goes. And I think what well, the XFL comes back next year. So alternate football is is I guess alive and well in this country. So why not? But, uh, yeah, we have, obviously, the, the, the big game uh, to talk about this, uh, this coming Sunday. But a couple of things before we get there. Um, during our week off, uh, Tom Brady officially, uh, finally, announced his retirement. Uh, yes, Kyle, RIP AAF, the Amer yeah. the Alliance, was it Alliance of American Football? Is that yeah, correct? That's yes. correct? That's correct. Um. Tom Brady retires. Uh, I don't. I don't want to go into anything long. I mean, we we don't want to give the the goat his due without Kyle being here. So we'll we'll save that for another day. Um, but um, <laughs> this is like a question that I was I was bouncing around like in, in my head, and I think I put it out on social media. But with with, with Brady retiring, because like for the right reasons, for the wrong reasons, that's a whole different debate. Tom Brady arguably the most hated quarterback in the NFL um just from winning and whining or any other reason uh that, you know that, that that people wanted to dislike him but now that he's retired you know who who now fills that spot who's who's the new most hated uh quarterback in the NFL uh EJ we'll start with you I mean that's easy I mean Aaron Rodgers I mean <laughs> that that's as easy I mean and it's, it's, it's you know obviously it's the, the narrative still you follow everything from the the stuff with the the COVID stuff and now you're hearing the report by him and his, I guess if you believe it's true if you follow this team's he shit you know the him and his fiance uh, that call off their call off their engagement because of uh supposedly Aaron Rodgers are controlling so all these narratives around and you know it's gonna get worse you know now that him may or may not come to Green Bay it's gonna add to the hatred Sure. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's had like a weird, you know. Again, right reasons, wrong reasons. Not not the time or place. I will. Uh, I will. I will say that the one wild card is Patrick Mahomes, not because of him, because right? His brother. Again, it's 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 the same thing. And and again, it's when when you're 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 on top of the league from you know stats wise, winning. You know, Mahomes and the Chiefs have been up there. For a few years in a row, and then of course you, yeah, you combine, um, you know, his brother, his fiance, um, fairly unlikable, um, from from a public persona anyway. Yeah, I don't know any of them personally, uh, but yeah, it it's it adds to that just aura around them that that, that people don't like. It, same thing I find the brother more unlikable than the, the, the fiance. At least with Brittany, you're supporting your husband, whatever, and you're passionate. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think you know a little bit of that is overblown. And I remember a couple of years ago, like there was a, a story of the two of them had gone out to eat. It was right around Super Bowl time in in Kansas City, and like nobody really came up and bothered them like during their meal, and like they 
they they paid for like the entire restaurant's bill. Again, right. I don't know if it's true or not, but like, you know, so it, it's it's. I I don't think there, but yeah, his 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 brother, you know, definitely has a uh, whole kind of social media following and and dislike around him, and un- unfortunately, the again right right reasons, wrong reasons. There's probably more right. reasons bleeds into Mahomes. Um, Matt, who do you think is the most hateable quarterback in the NFL now? Um, yeah, I would say Rodgers is is the pretty easy choice in that regard. Um, just because of I know the the fans of other NFC North teams he gets under their skin anyway just because of his success over time um I, I would love to say Danny Dimes but there's nothing to really hate about him he just right, you almost sucks. feel bad for him right like <laughs> I mean you you dislike him twice a year when he's he's playing us but besides that like, you just feel bad oh you're you're the quarterback for the Giants that's that's like, got to be yeah. awful. That's just <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> really is poor guy, though. Seriously. Yeah, like I, I put it out on on social media last week, and and um, even last night we were previewing the episode. Um, the 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 general consensus from people is either Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. I don't think I've seen a different a different answer otherwise from people. Um, oh, my brother checked in. He said, you know, like if, if Deshaun Watson lands on a team and attempts to actually end up playing next year, then he may, he may fill that role. Cause you know, all of the stuff around him, which has kind of gone silent because out of sight, out of mind, um, you know, if he comes back, then, then I think you'll, you'll see a lot more of that come up. But, but Aaron Rodgers seems to, to be the most popular answer. I would tend to agree with it (laughs) um but yeah i you know it's just it is definitely um now if 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 brady unretires next year then you uh, said never never right you know i i I, they they were talking about that on dan patrick today and uh, michael irvin had a pretty had a pretty great um pretty great response to it you know that that like you know he's he's been he's been out of the nfl for a week and he realized like just being at home is, is is a different scenario when you don't have to go back and, and play football next year. So, uh, I I don't I don't think he will uh, come back. But I guess I guess we'll have. To By the see. way, recommendation: uh, watch that Man Arena Tom Brady uh, series, nine part series. Um, fantastic! I finished it yesterday. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely on the the things to to watch once the once the season ends here. Um, that I think we we didn't. We didn't finish uh, Peyton's places on ESPN from like the season before. Or but is that a, like a, a analysis thing, or is that something that's more? No, he thought? like just goes around um, and like just does like one-on-one like interviews with people. So it's almost. Oh, okay. like, have you ever watched uh, comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld? Like, do you remember the no, concept? Like, it's just him and a comedian, and they just drive around in some nice car get coffee it's kind of the same concept like it's just it's it's peyton manning um and they only did like two seasons of it but it was a it was a fun little watch those are the sort of things i'll catch up on um once the season is over but uh the other the other non-super bowl related um topic for the night is nfl uh coaching um there's no longer a team without a coach so um 
The Bears hired Matt Eberflus. Uh, the Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett. Giants, Brian Dabble. Uh, Raiders, Josh McDaniels. Vikings. Now, this one reportedly uh, because he is still the offense coordinator for the Rams. So, I guess legally speaking, he's not been officially announced, but it is expected that Kevin O'Connell will be the new head coach of the Vikings. Doug Peterson, former Eagles coach, now the coach of the Jaguars. Mike McDaniel, coach of the Dolphins, Texans, uh, promote Lovey Smith, and Dennis Allen is the new head coach of the Saints. Um, so to you guys, Matt, we'll start with you first on this one. Um, what what out of these hires do you think is the best hire for the teams at this point? Um, it's tough to say because I, I don't think that any of them really like blew me away as like, wow, that's a great hire. Um, you know, it's nice to see you know, Doug get another opportunity. I don't know that Jacksonville is necessarily a, a solid move for him, but I mean, it, they have kind of the, the pieces in place that he's built success around in the past. So it could be um, Giants got a, a good hire. I, I would say it's, it, I don't think I thought they were going to go the Flores route. So I was a little surprised initially when, when that happened. But um, so in terms of overall ball, Best hire, um, sheesh. I don't know. I guess, I guess I would say Denver. Okay, yeah, that's a solid one. Um, EJ, it's hard to tell because a lot of these guys are first timers. Really, you know, maybe we don't have nothing to go on just based on what they did with their other teams as, as a coordinator or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, what you McDaniel's, know, I mean, Peterson, and, and Smith are the only three. To me, I, I would say Peterson. He's, a, I mean, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. Number one, number two, he's a definitely different vibe from Urban Meyer. So, if anything, you can get a more bit. laid back and less stressful situation there. And you go into a situation with, with really a quarterback who's really, who's pretty good. I mean, I don't know how you, how you may feel about Trevor Lawrence. I did his rookie year. I mean, but but that was a fucking shit show from the word go, and mostly was because of the head coach. So you put a guy like Doug Peterson, you know, that's had success with you know Wentz and you know for a while, and then of course Nick Foles won a, won a Super Bowl there as well too. That little run. I got to get Doug Peterson, you know, at least. And I think that, that's something for, you know, at least for the time being. Oh, we lost DJ. I hate, I hate this. I don't want to rant. A good rant and no eruptions and stuff. And then this shit happens. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's Doug Peterson, though. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, Peterson sticks out to me just because just I think he, he brings, um, yeah, I, I think he brings a, a stabilizing presence to the to the Correct. to that locker room and that organization. Will will it uh result in, in a dramatic turnaround for the for the better and a team making playoffs and Super Bowls in a couple of years? I, I I don't know. I mean that that's up to management and and the right. commitment to them to bring in um more people around Trevor Lawrence, who's very good, um and, yeah. and, and building a team around him. You know, that that's that's not um that, that that's not up to Doug Peterson and Doug Peterson alone. Um, I think Josh McDaniels to the Raiders is an interesting hire. I mean, you 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 bring the 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 Patriots, you know, success and and legacy uh, around you to a team that clearly can be successful. Um, but but we'll, uh, we'll you know we'll see what can happen there. Um, I yeah. I will say as a Giants fan though. The day ball, like I don't get too high and low about these like hires anymore. The last six years, because the Giants have tried a lot of retreads, and you know, Ben McAdoo was a failure, and Pat Shermer was a retread, and obviously Joe Judge was a disaster. 
But my, my initial feeling about Brian Dayball is that I, I kind of feel good about it because of the way the, the, the streamline of, you know, Joe Shane is as the, as the GM in Buffalo. They had a relationship with Dayball already. They'll be in Buffalo, and that works out too. Today they hired the D.C. Uh, Martin Dale from Baltimore. So on the on paper, I do like the what they're doing here in New York. But, again, you got to show me. <laughs> At this point, I'm yeah, tired of hearing it's, about it's a lot of It's a lot of new. It's a lot of new. Uh, Devin, who is a Dolphins fan, says he's not – um, don't know about the Dolphins' new coach. I I think nope that's I say I think that's the thing with a lot of these coaches is is we is we just don't know. Um, First time. What what I what I found to be pretty interesting, um, you know that this time around you had nine head coaching jobs and you didn't have a lot of retreads. You didn't have a lot of guys getting repeat jobs and and um you know when you look at the two teams that are playing this Sunday, um th- those weren't retread head coaches. You know those those are. Um, young coaches who have a rapport with their coaching staff have, you know, obviously have a good relationship with their players and, and it's, it's maybe, maybe this is a different NFL, um, you know, and, and, you know, teams that, that didn't have success, uh, that, that on paper probably could have, should have team like Dallas who, who had this older coaching staff and, and, you know, it, everything collapses in the first round. So maybe there is something to, um, new hires. We'll, we'll, we'll see as the, um, as the next season, uh, you know, comes around in, 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 you know, a little over, se- you know, six, seven months. And, and let's see, Steve here, uh, back to our original question. He says Rogers for his entire legacy of failed playoff bids. Uh, and of course being a martyr for the anti-vax crowd, uh, but mainly for him being way too overhyped. Um, and he's tough. To, he's so tough, man. To I, I, I have a like, hard time. You know this though, really, Jim. Like we forget, he had he's actually won a Super Bowl before, but it's been so long. Yeah, it's been eleven he's, years. He's had a shitload of talent around him too to right. win more than one Super Bowl. Right, and I and, think you I know think sometimes it's been the defense that that fell short, but you can't rely on that excuse every year. And I think this was one of those years. I mean, the the talent that they had, they should have ran through the Without NFC. Question. Without question. Yeah, and I mean, so, I I don't put it all okay. on him, but I I feel, overhyped feels like not the right word. <laughs> like, um, I mean, the, the there guy. There's a lot of hype though around him. I mean, coming out of college, even everyone was shocked that he fell so far, and I, you know, well, that's true. Bowl, and they're like, they're like, look at look out, here comes the Rogers Revenge Tour, and it was that one Super Bowl, and he hasn't done shit ever since. So. Right. Um, you know, maybe take a break from the hosting duties, from the stupid fucking State Farm commercials. And <laughs> like, if if he had like focused a little bit more, like I think he's always just felt like I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to do my thing, and that like he hasn't pushed himself. I don't feel like these past few seasons, he's just kind of said, "I need this, I need that," but like show what you can do, and he hasn't. It's certainly not a talent talent issue. He's to me, I'll say it again. I'll I'll, I'll stay on this hill. Very he, talented. He is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen play in this league. I don't know about that, but he is very talented. Right. I think he's the most talented ever in this league based on everything he does. It's just that there's a certain intangibles that hurt him. And it has to do with him playing as this leadership, whatever it may be. And that's what separates the, the Brady and the Montanas and all those guys. Is Aaron Rodgers a top five quarterback all time? I, I don't problem him in there. I don't problem him in the top five. No problem. Mm, all time. All time I don't know if tough. I could do top five look, look, all time. Look at the list though. Look look at your, look, look at the list though. And look to me, rings are just part of the conversation because 
Dan Marino was sporting that top that same area too, and he's like he has right. So so I, I mean, but right, Marino in my top five, sure. Already off the bat, like if you want to put Marino in the top five, you want to put Montana in the top five, you want to put Brady in the top five. So there's yeah. three out of your top five. Are you putting like are are, are you putting Rodgers in in like are you putting Rodgers above Peyton? No, at this point, no. Okay, so okay. there's four. There's four. Can, can so, we can we come up with another one? I mean, are you putting him so in over Jim Kelly? One or two of Brady Montana. That's that, that, that that's a that's Stone Cold Lock. That's tier one. Boom. And in the tier special. one is Brady Montana. Montana. That's no, no, the no, only people on my no, tier one. No locked in. I mean, tier two. I, I think we discussed this on either one of my podcasts, or whatever, a couple weeks ago. But tier two gets interesting because tier two has has the Elways and the Brady's. Not Brady's. Elways and the and the uh, Manning. Peyton, not Eli, guys. I probably oh, put yeah. I probably put Elway above Rodgers as well. So like he's probably. Not, he's he's probably top ten. He might yeah, I I, like I would be more willing to listen to top ten. I I don't think he makes top five all time. It's tough, man. Because like I mean, I are you, like I understand, and and this and this is where I've always had a hard time with these all time debates. Is the, the the generationally the game changes dramatically. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, very much so. like, are you putting like, where is Johnny Unitas on your list? Like, Terry Bradshaw has four rings. He's not in my top ten. He's like, yeah, he's not my top. He's not in my top fifteen. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, be real here. Come on, you know I what mean, I mean. So, like, it, it's, I, I think the like the all time arguments, with with the exception of some here or there, are are a the, little bit the, hard. The issue is. There's a lot of parallels between Aaron Rodgers and Jason. You and, can get out of here about M- Marino. Dude, if Marino had half the talent on some of these teams that like your Niners teams had and stuff, that guy yeah, would have been exactly. running, yeah. running and, and know, through Super Bowls. Easily. Man, easily. do not put disrespect I, on the name. I watched Marino. Marino in his data. I watched him in his prime. Trust me, the, the, the hype is true. He's fucking. He was that good. He had some bad defenses, and I'm talking. I mean, look, I, I lived down here for, for most yeah. of my life. There's some bad defenses in Miami, especially in the '90s. Some he didn't have Marino. like a. a well, no running receivers game. either. No, <laughs> no yeah, we had the Mark brothers. I mean, who were good, but they yeah, weren't. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't receivers, but he didn't have like a Jerry Rice. Did he? He no, didn't have an no. Andre Reid. He didn't have a Jerry Rice. He didn't have a Mark Warren. He didn't have like game and zero run game. Yeah. So again, yeah, you know, don't he, don't look at the rings. The rings. I, I think the ring arm is stupid. It applies in basketball well, more because you have more impact in the game. No, no, but no. Football. There, there's a little more context involved with this. There is more cut, but like you can't also just write off rings. Like I, I don't like the argument. Like rings, I mean, we we all easily wrote off Terry Bradshaw's four rings because we understood the context yeah. of that. Well, right, <laughs> but like, because if it, if it comes down to just rings, Trent Dilfer greater than symbol Dan Marino. So like, you can't exactly you can't just prop right, up right. an argument with Super Bowl rings. And the Steelers definitely 100 percent defense, but Terry Bradshaw played phenomenally in those Super Bowls too. So be sure, be sure, yeah. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, still, they're still they're not top fifteen. <laughs> well, like, well, right. I, I don't know if I put Troy Aikman there either. Troy Aikman has three rings. I mean, Troy I put top, Troy Aikman in the top ten. So, I mean, it's one of those things where he had the same thing. I, like, I don't think Troy Aikman's the best quarterback ever to play in Dallas. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I, if you gave me, you don't think I'm crazy saying this. If you gave me on pure talent, Troy Aikman on Tony Romo, I'm taking Romo any day. I, I think Romo's I'm the best quarterback ever to play in Dallas. It, it, like he, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't um, hate it. You know, Aikman, like Aikman wasn't bad. Don't no, I'm, by all means, I'm not saying Troy Aikman was a bad quarterback, but like you, you were propped up by a phenomenal wide receiver, 
a one great of the best tight end of all time. Yeah, you know, best breakdown, the, the best breakdown ever for the Cowboys like this for Aitman. Yeah, you had at the time probably the best top three running back in the league at the time. At the ever. <laughs> well, yeah, was saying, but at the time, especially with the you know Barry still playing at the time. Yeah, you Barry had was still there. Top three tight end in the league in Overcheck. Mm-hmm. Best old line in the league. Or the best defense in the league. You had Moose the Johnston at fullback. Best fullback in the league. Best fullback in the league. Yes, yep. Moose Johnston. Yes. Michael so, Irvin. And then you still you had you had a, a, a cast of other receivers around you too. So Irvin Irvin also top three receiver in the league also. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um there we go. I mean even G even Jason agreed. Yeah. On talent. Yeah. So um I I wish I wish Romo I wish Romo would have would have had a couple of the teams that, that Prescott I, you already know this, Jim. I'm one of the biggest Romo apologists in the world. I, I think Romo is one of the most undervalued quarterbacks in the last quarter century. Oh, absolutely. And and, and like it, it always it always goes back to to the 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 the, the bobbled snap in Seattle is, is what a lot of people go back to. And I'm like, man, it's there's there's so much more than that. But but we're I not. Mean, this isn't a this isn't a quarterback debate. We have a student of the game himself live from, for live from the uh, the host city of the superb Al. LVI, Kyle Nash, how we doing, buddy? Just, just call it the Fifty Six. There we go. How about that? I like that. LT, the Fifty Six. Super Bowl, Lawrence Taylor. That's right. I'm not calling it the the LT. No. <laughs> Get over it, Philly guy. <laughs> don't don't about, smoke how about, crack. How about? Well, I don't know why the Patriots fan cares about the uh, the uh, Lawrence Taylor reference. First of all, there's a, there's the intro. I get in the show on the net. Not even in the show, and you starting your shit. I mean, I mean, listen, you're the one who couldn't keep your mouth shut about man in the arena. That that mess put me to sleep in the first episode. I got to go back with energy to try to watch it. It is not that good. It's overproduced, and it's ridiculous. I got to sit through all this just to get some good quotes because EJ recommends it, recommends it, and I want to be involved on the Vibe Lounge to help my friend. The pain I go through. My record show the the first episode is probably the worst one of the night. Let's put it that way. It picks up. Trust me. See, see, friends. So episode, really it's, me on it. so it's the Phantom Menace of the documentary, is what you're telling me. Same, same with the Montana documentary too. The, the Montana documentary, the first, the first worst episode was the first one, and then it fucking goes nuts. I finished it. I finished it today. Also, the Montana documentary. There you go. So you know, well, I mean, you're only interested in that because it was on the Peacock. Um, God, so hello. Um, no, but listen. I, 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 see, by the way, friends. Thank you. You notice that the false angst angle put me out there to advertise EJ's tease EJ's up, upcoming projects, and he doesn't even appreciate it. He's just a like, I'm really a Giants fan. I promise. I mean, you know, he's got to he's got to defend his boy. You know, his boy's his boy's know, old, know, old know, and retired know, now, so he's got to. I got to get my, my digs in now. He's got to. Well, he's overtired. Like Some of us were actually of working today. Well, oh, I lost that? one. No, I lost. Oh, yeah, I lost one of those boys, uh, Matt. So one. Lo- so you're down to seventeen. Seventeen. Thank you. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's start looking towards uh, towards this weekend, um, and you know, like the Super Bowl doesn't need to to sell itself. I mean, the the the, the game, the weekend, everything sells itself. But like, if this, my brother and I were talking about this the the weekend, the championship weekend. If this was baseball if this was basketball if this was hockey this would almost be really kind of a a, a nightmare quote-unquote scenario because th- these are not two great nfl markets with cincinnati and 
and uh, LA. Um, d- does does a win here for for either team like boost like the credibility of of, of the city in their market, or is it just back to the the the, the same old thing? Like, are, are people going to care more outside of the next? year and a half uh if, if there's not repeat success next season the following season kyle uh you know that jim that's a good question the reason why i think to answer to either franchise is yes is is simply because these are two franchises that have either not been there lately or are trying to establish that credibility right now granted i don't know what the chargers can do to get true love here in la um, I've only seen the hint of a Chargers lanyard on one staffer entirely <laughs> throughout my experience here on Radio Row Media Day and on the SoFi Tour itself. Um, yeah, by the way, nobody told me there would be wine. What do I know? Anyways, so um, I think in the case of the Bengals, like if Joe Burrow gets his first Super Bowl in year two while defying the idiots that wanted to tell us that uh, Jamar Chase was a bust, and that defense that only has three starting players on it, right? Three starting players on it compared to last year. Something I only found out in researching this team very quietly. This defense has done some great things, right? Um, that's a big deal for the Bengals to do something for the first time in a long time. And then also for the Rams to be relevant in L.A., to so many people are be like, oh, it's just the retread because the NFL wanted an L.A. team. And I get why they think that, but as far as the franchise for LA, maybe not as much, but don't tell me no one here on this panel would think it's a good thing for, um, for Aaron Donald, for Matt Stafford to both have rings. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing for, um, for those players, am I, for, am I using the Martha Stewart defense there? It's a good. Thing. I think, I think, I think so. I think, I think that hit. Devin, we'll we'll get to your question here in in, in a second. Back to the the quarterback discussion. Uh, but Matt, what do you what do you think about these markets? I mean, you know, it, it's bad NFL markets. I think is is how I as I kind of labeled and was discussing this with my brother. Yeah, I think that's a fair assumption. I mean, LA's kind of always been a basketball and, and more recently a baseball town to an extent. Um, and, and I don't think that's changing. I think the Lakers will always be king out in LA. Even if the Rams were to win, um, I don't foresee it. I mean, they were just there, what, two years ago? And and people still yeah. don't really care about the Rams. Um, and, and they have a really good team. A lot of players that you can get excited about, a lot of marketable players on both sides of the ball, especially now with Stafford. But before that, you already had, you know, your Cooper Cup, you had Donald, you had Ramsey for a little bit. So um, if if these players um, aren't getting the, the city excited about football, if their recent success can get the city excited about football, I don't think that that's changing. Cincinnati, I think, has that opportunity just because Cincinnati hasn't really been like the Reds are kind of have been in that purgatory that the Bengals were in for so long where they didn't succeed enough that no one really got really excited about the Reds. So I think if it does a lot more for the Bengals being the the Kings of Cincinnati, if they're to get the win there, I could see that turning into a bigger football town and that market growing. I mean, they have the who day thing. They've had that for a while, but people are really 
kind of getting pumped about that now. And, and I can see that really becoming an obnoxious thing by next season. If they're to win, <laughs> the bandwagon grows. I, I mean, that, that market is primed for the taking more so than L.A. Matt, that's a great point. Let me piggyback in to say this. That division's in the middle of the changing of the guard, too. What with yeah. Roethlisberger retiring, right? The Browns still, well, being Browns. <clears throat> and honestly, the only competition, shockingly, and I mean that in air quotes, would be the Ravens assuming all their injury woes are solved for. I, I, I love that you make the point that they could become relevant in what is one of the more, what's his word, football-focused areas of the country, right? The, the, the stage where the sport was alleged to be invented, right? That's a great point by you, man. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, you're listen, how close maybe, to Canton. Maybe me seeing A.J. Hawk twice is a whole thing. <laughs> What was that, Jim? I said, I mean, you're you're how close to Canton from from Cincinnati? I mean, it's 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 not a far track. So right. so the Browns I mean, have had every opportunity to be Ohio's team, and they have not snatched it. And they, so Cincinnati they certainly have not right from them. Hell, the way the Browns are trending, the Ohio Bobcats probably have a better shot of being Ohio's <laughs> team than the Browns do. Ooh. The, Ooh. the defunct XFL could come back to right. Ohio team and get more interest. And and I I, I think. Like Jason's onto something here with this, you know. He says if Burrow wins in year two, what would you say about him versus Mahomes and possible future contracts? I, I think that's the biggest question, and it's it's the one of the other kind of topics, and I'll and I'll loop this in is that historically the the, the Brown or the Bengals and and the, and their ownership and everything have not been super known to spend a lot of money. Um, in, in terms of player deals, when if you compare it to baseball, the Bengals kind of feel like a small market team. It's one of these teams that they're going to get, they, they might get hot for a couple of years. And then as soon as those contracts come due, um, nope, not touching them. Go ahead. See what you can do out there. And, and some of your big name guys are, are go elsewhere. And, and to me, I'm looking at, at, at two teams, one who has you know, a, a rookie wide receiver, a basically rookie quarterback, you're in the Super Bowl. By all accounts, the, the biggest thing you need is offensive line. And and I almost feel like the Bengals have the smaller window than the, than the team with the 34-year-old quarterback who's literally thrown a game-winning pass with his shoulder out of socket um, after getting his ass kicked year in, year out in Detroit. Um, and, and a team that really went put all their chips in the middle of the table. Um, just because the like the Bengals ownership, are they going to to actually kind of change course for for their franchise? I I don't know that that's like the great mystery because sure you can re-sign and sign Joe Burrow long term, but if you're not continuing to spend the money around him, what's that going to mean for the organization? So like, um, I mean I I I I love the matchup. I, I I'm I'm curious to see what. What can this do for the Bengals more than the Rams? I think both teams have a pretty good opportunity um, for for their fan base and for the organization. But, but great point by you too, Kyle. With with all of this changing in 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 the division with the Bengals, this this is a prime opportunity all around for them to set themselves up for really long term success at the top of that division. I mean, oh, absolutely. To follow up on your point, though, Jim, will the Bengals spend the money? We've seen them do it when they've had reason to in the past. They've taken care of some of their star players. I just don't think they've ever had anyone along the lines of a Joe Burrow. And now with Jamar Chase, that tandem keeping that together is imperative, I think, for ticket sales, for merchandise sales. And I think they see that. I mean, not many people were getting excited about 
Andy and um, they were about AJ Green to an extent. And, o- and Ocho Cinco. Right, but at the same time, I mean, people we weren't looked at people weren't excited for the red the, the red rifle. That, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> he didn't have the swagger. I think Joe has the swagger that that Dalton lacked. In that oh, infinitely cooler excited. than Andy Dalton. But, uh, yeah. Listen. And this isn't. No I'm not crapping on, on Dalton. Know, coming, coming from TCU, it was a different atmosphere <laughs> than down right. in LSU in the Bayou. So I get it. But I mean, I think now that you have these marketable stars, I don't think the Bengals will be shy to to shell out the money to keep them happy and keep them in Cincinnati and break every franchise record. And that's the key thing there. It's the marketability of it. Like Nate. Oh, Kyle, did he just pull? He, I think he pulled an EJ. He just throws he up. An EJ. Me. The last Cincy oh, player, certainly. It's that hotel. I don't think Ocho got immediately famous. I think I have you at. Yeah, we got it. We I got it. We're, we're, we're back. Yeah. We're back. Okay. We it's that hotel Wi-Fi. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, right? Uh, I, I don't want to get into my technical issues getting onto the show. But what I will say <laughs> is this. Um, like, Carson Palmer is your next best comparison? Because, listen, I know Cincinnati was stoked about John Kitna. Woo! You know, <laughs> I mean, listen, fellas, uh, Joe. It's uh, as it, what's funny is when I talked to Joe Burrow going into the Fiesta Bowl, he was just a guy who told you what he thought when you asked him a question, and he's done nothing different since then. Even with Monday morning when I had the virtual press opportunity with him, he's still that guy. Call me just plain Joe. I don't have a favorite nickname. And just because he's that genuine, people are taking it as swagger because when there's a big figure in the NFL, they expect it to be someone like Odell Beckham Jr. who looks like a comparative nutcase. Now, I don't think he's a nutcase, but I do feel like he's somebody that's more diva-ish. He's a receiver. What do you expect? I mean, Wes Welker was a diva too, okay? But the punch, (laughs) or not Wes Welker, I'm sorry, Julian Edelman um, was a diva too. Let's call that what it is. Um, But Joe, (laughs) people asked him, he was straight up asked if he buys all the chains and the fancy sunglasses because he's trying to portray an image. He said, man, I'm a small kid from, from Ohio. I just thought it looked good. Right. Like, yeah. Like the, the sunglasses question. He said, I just thought they looked cool. Like, yeah, love, I, I, so I, I love the answer. It's, it's great. And, and, and having a guy like that, that's just that genuine, you know, and the fact that, I even think deep down he doesn't want to be called Joe Cool by people like EJ, who's not here to defend himself, but tried to do that trash (laughs) to replace Joe Montana's moniker. I don't think he's about that. He's about going in there. He'll answer the questions you ask him because he knows that's part of the job, but he is there to play some damn football, and that's why he pounded the table for his boy Jamar Chase to get in. Bottom line, that's what I read. All right, I'm circling back here because we we were talking about, you know, the changing of the guard and – um in in the AFC uh, in the AFC North um, and we were talking about the top quarterbacks and Devin had asked do, do is Ben Roethlisberger a top 15 all time I don't no I don't think so 15 I would say probably maybe top 20 he might be like number 15 but he's probably in there I'd have to map it out and maybe this is maybe this is one of those uh off-season topics that 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 you know we're, we we come back to the table and revisit and Love the content and and, and and craft our own uh craft our own lists. Um I think some jackass uh, hashtag that early. Yes, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this and it's even in here. his square. That's the best part. That's the that's the even better part when I put that on the board. 
hey, you're the one that keeps inviting me back, baby. That's, That's right. Uh, there we go. Big Mike checking in. Bengals fan. Couldn't be. Ha- I have a couple of friends that are Bengals fans, man, and and I am uh, I am super happy for them. Um, I had a couple of people that I didn't know were Bengals fans that popped up on my social media feeds. <laughs> funny, funny how that too, works. It doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't happen a lot. Magic. EJ being one of them. No. <laughs> hey, when I said they were number 10 on his list, he wasn't a fan of a man. Stop. Cut the shit. Shot fired. Cut the truth? What? Is that what you said? Cut the truth? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Joe Montana. Burke. Oh, you stop that. Here we go. Joe, fuck yourself. When you watch a when you watch a Montana documentary on Peacock, though, um, you see a lot of some of the the characteristics that Burrow has. It's a lot, a lot of similarities to when they were younger. Sure. It's a lot of um, like he could actually move out. in the backfield, unlike well, some cool. quarterbacks that some people worship. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, absolutely. Matt, how do you feel about this? Would you take McNabb over Big Ben? No. no, but I do love McNabb. Um, he, I was going to bring him up when we were talking about Romo oh, earlier. Just to, someone who is underappreciated, McNabb definitely falls into that category. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, also. I'd agree with that definitely, without question. Yeah. Um, what team has more to lose on Sunday? Oh, What's well, easy? Easily the Rams. Easily. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're supposed to be here. Let's be real. I mean, but that's the easy answer, right? Either? To your point, though, Jim, that the Bengals, I think, are probably still farther away. And, and I think <clears throat> they're very surprised to be here. So if they don't win it here, you know, do we see the the Bengals come back, repeat next year? I don't know. If the O-line doesn't get some help, probably not. Um, but I think that, you know, they were fortunate to to face some of the teams that they faced in the playoffs. So yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things where – the Rams probably have a chance to come back next year too, even if they don't win. Right, because so Stafford will be back next that, year. A lot of that too is, is is the environment. The AFC. I would I would say on paper right now the AFC is well set to be a much deeper conference next year than the NFC. Yeah, you know, the NFC. Like especially now. Okay, NFC right now you have Green Bay, but Rodgers might be gone. Right. So talk t- Tampa. Brady is gone. So we see who, who would replace a quarterback there? So who do you have in the NFC? Really, that that's, that's oh the NFC out. South, and that that's that's another off season topic. Is so, yeah, I mean we can talk about wide open at another time. Wild exactly. for content. Wild yeah, because yeah. uh, you can't you can't answer the NFC South question until we know what the Bucks are going to do at exactly. quarterback. Yeah, you know. But the truth is, I mean, hell, how hard do they have to look? But again, filed for content. Right. Yeah, for sure. Lamar Jackson, you know, the Ravens will be back next year. Lamar will be healthy next year, obviously. So they'll be back in the mix again. A lot of teams that were. Well, injured. not just Lamar, EJ, right? The, the cavalcade yeah. of injuries they had this year, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. That that derailed every them. single running back on that team. It's right. <laughs> IR before the season even started. Right, you know? right. Yeah, when you're, when you're, you know, calling up Le'Veon Bell in week 17, I mean, you're, you're, you're getting fairly desperate at that point. And the Bengals had to, I mean, that was a, that was a time, good time to any to win the title. <laughs> that was a good time to any. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's, but but I, I think the Rams, obvious answer, easy answer. But, like, yeah, so Safford's back. A lot of this team comes back. Um, and, 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 you know, they were supposed to be here. They'll probably, especially with if Rodgers is out of the NFC – Brady's out of the NFC. Like, it's there's almost an easier road for repeating 
at least getting back here if the Rams don't win. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, even in their division, there's a lot of question marks. There's all the controversy going on with Car- Kyler right now. Right, what's going on with Kyler Murray? Russell Wilson, the, the Niners have, you know, are they sticking with Jimmy G? Do they give the keys to Trey Lance? What's what's that season look like if so? So the, the Rams seemingly might have a, a clearer path to return, cl- more clear than the Bengals would. I don't yeah. know that I can sign off on that immediately. Now, granted, you, you do make the point, Matt, like the two, the, 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 the third and fourth best team in the division in the form of the Steelers and the Browns, they're going to be gimmies, I think. Um, you know, the Ravens make, to me, the Ravens alone make that trip more uh, more difficult. You know, it's but uh, the fact Absolutely. that that division's only two teams, we don't know yet on the, the NFC right. West, and I reserve the right to change my mind. But, okay, we're... I think we're reading way too much into some social media drama. First of all, sure. like, yeah, is, I, I think I think that's more um, of a of a contract play than it is. I don't want to be here. Play, bingo. Well played, right. Jim. Yeah, I was about to say where there's thing. smoke, there's fire. Leverage. Uh, I, I, yeah, exactly. But I mean, I'll put it this way: it's it's it, the the season technically hasn't ended yet. Um, come back in March, I may come to agree with you, man. I mean, that's my point. We're speculating still a lot. Right. Um, Kyler Murray still has, in my opinion, still has too good of an offense to walk. Now we see some of those other pieces move. Then I'll join you in the speculation crowd. The Niners will always have a fantastic defense. And while Trey Lance may struggle to start with, I'm assuming Jimmy G's gone myself. He could be the he could be the face that keeps um, the Bucks relevant because at the end of the day, you don't have to be – an alleged goat to lead that team. Okay. They were competing for the playoffs with Jameis Winston. It was Winston that literally threw them out of the, the competition. Let's not forget that. And then the honestly, the only sure change in my opinion in the NFC West is going to be Russell Carrington Wilson, just because it makes the most sense for him to lead. Um, so if that tells me you got three tough teams in a division versus two, by default, I'm going to say the Rams have the tougher go. Not to mention, I have I have no belief that they're going to retain this trove of weapons that they currently have. No, I think I, Jason, I think you're you're off here on this one. Bengals one hit wonder unless they win the big show. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. No, now, do, do they make it back to the Super Bowl next year? That that remains to be seen. But yeah, you you, I mean, the pieces are there, man. And 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 this team again, you you start to build that offensive line i was going to say retool but build that offensive line then then you know this team infinitely better as well i i think you're way off base um saying saying that the that the Bengals are a one-hit wonder i I don't think that's the case at all um long term again it comes down to and and you know matt and kyle i think guys made great points in, in terms of you know having that marketability with with the young stars is the long term are they gonna will they spend the money they should. No debate there. It's will they is is the is the I'm, big I'm question. Going to say yes, they will because I think I, I don't think <laughs> Mike Brown is that stupid enough to understand. Okay, you got two generational talents in this team here. You know, you they they will walk if you don't spend the money. <laughs> you know, right. that about, yeah, that's a good point, EJ. I pose it like this. Let me let me simplify it. Can he afford not to pay? Her, exactly. Right. How much fan how much fan base will he lose if he fails? Joe Burrow. To me, you've looked it up already. You've looked it up already. If Joe Burrow wins this, if either quarterback wins the Super Bowl, somebody's getting a middle name added 
to their presentation on this podcast. There it is. We heard it. Um, no, I think Burrow's the, the Burrow without question will get re-signed. It, it, it's it's will the money be spent around him? I, I don't think you're gonna you can't you can't lose him. You cannot lose him. I, I will agree yeah. with that. Um, hey, and but the model for the friendly deal is there with Patrick Mahomes too. That's the last point I'll make. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. True. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, yeah, I think I think Jason has a great point there. Talking about some of the other teams, Ravens' entire team got hurt. Still, almost made it healthy. They're a top eight team. Absolutely. Agree. Further, right. I'll go a step further. I'm, I have a problem putting the Ravens as a favorite next year in the AFC. Again, healthy? Sure. Why not? Look at where they were with Lamar banged up anyway. They were literally the right. number one team in the AFC at eight and three. Okay. Huntley and they were already. I don't think you're I don't think you're gonna retain Huntley though. I think Huntley's gonna gonna land somewhere. <laughs> you put possibly. Um right. because you that say- that guy exact yeah, why not? I mean, he Head he has a he has a, gr- a great resume um, yeah. for for you know getting that's a job that's somewhere. A good, that's a good year. one, uh, Matt. It's very intriguing. Aren't they in the Rogers sweepstakes? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard anything about that. I, to me, I think Jimmy G goes. Didn't you? Didn't you like spit that out there a couple weeks? Just, I mean, I'm sure you were just me floating it out there for you, EJ. I, I, I mentioned like teams that could be the mix, but you I gotta think- give him a break. He still had the champagne in the eyes from celebrating that the Miami Heat were in first place three weeks ago, two weeks before the trade deadline. He was celebrating <laughs> and right now. Super, and as we're recording right now, they're number number one seed in the East right now. Congrats. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> Great. Hey, hey, listen, if you're going to retaliate, EJ, say the damn line. Go heat, bitch. There it is. <laughs> uh, finally, before we get to our actual predictions for Sunday, um, keys to victory. What, what, do you, what do you think? And Kyle, we'll start with you. We'll go around. EJ, uh, we'll come back the other way for the Rams. We'll start with the Bengals. What's, what's the big key for the Bengals to win on uh, Sunday? For the Bengals? Um, uh, Joe needs to use his legs copiously. Um, there needs to be a lot of boot, a lot of movement. Um, you have to keep that defensive front honest, period, end of story. Um, as for the Bengals' defense, I don't know how they do it precisely. I think they need to do a lot of different looks, a lot of changes. you got to confuse Stafford. It's because you got to force mistakes that way. Hope Hendrickson gets home to, to uh, put uh, Stafford on the ground. I mean, you're not going to knock him out of the game or anything like that, I don't think. Because that dude's a damn warrior. We've we've all seen the video about him throwing, putting the shoulder out of socket and all that other crap for the Lions. Okay, uh, so um, I think the, I think that the Rams' uh, offensive line is good enough to do the job to protect him. Uh, I feel like the key is going to make him guess uh, incorrectly uh, at the line. That's where that game's going to be won or lost. But because there are that many weapons, it's going to be a difficult task. Matt, how about you? What's the key for the Bengals? Key for the Bengals is to give some added protection to Joe. If you, if you want, you know, Jamar to get open, you want your weapons to get open, you can't have him being sacked nine times again because that, that Rams defensive line is a lot better than the defensive lines he's seen already. And so we can't have him. If he's taking hits all night in the Super Bowl, it's going to be a short road. So whether it's, you know, like Kyle was saying, scrambling, Get him in, in motion, rollouts, do that. But you need to buy him more than three seconds to to get his team open. Fair, EJ. Bengals defense got to confuse Stafford. Show different looks there and there. Um, their offense, though, to me, this is a Joe Mixon game. The best way to neutralize Aaron Donald, neutralize Von Miller, 
and Floyd and all those guys is the run game. Keep you know, wear them out because they're a pass rushing team. I mean, the pass rush is amazing. Run defense not as lethal. And I think if Mixon gets gets on a roll and you just have to respect the run, that opens up everything for Burrow moving forward. So I will say this is a Joe Mixon. This is why I was saying on Football's Awesome earlier that. And we, you know, while I think, while I think the quarterback will win MVP, uh, thank you, on this game, I think for the first time in a long time, the odds of a quarterback winning it is a lot lower than usual. And I think Joe Mixon has a big game, which I think he will have. Um, that can change the dynamic. So I think Joe Mixon is the key for the Bengals to win this game. Yeah, I, I mean, let me ask the question this way: Go ahead. Does a winning stat line for for the Bengals have Mixon as the leading ground gainer, but Chase as the one with the most touchdowns? I could just never play out. Yeah, I, I think that that's out. that could certainly be. And even if you don't get run game, if you play the screen game, you know, like Mixon sure. running game ha- is definitely going to be uh, definitely going to be involved there. I, yeah, I think yeah, when I say yards, I mean all purpose. Jim. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. I don't. You're not. You, you're not going to stop the Rams pass rush. It, it's a matter of. Can you play around the Rams pass rush? That that's that's to me the biggest key right. with with especially um, with that O line. Yeah, a, a good O line has trouble. Stopping right, it's the Rams because pass of rush. that O line. Like you know, I I don't I, I think mo- mobility for Burrow obviously going to be a big thing. Getting the ball out of his hands quickly and letting your playmakers make plays is going to be a big thing. Because yeah, you 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 can't rely on him to sit back there for three, four, five, six seconds because it's not. It's not going to happen very often, uh, and that that that's the big key for them. Um, circling back on on this one, Jason had asked. So my question stays: If the Ravens didn't collapse, would the Bengals have made the playoffs? Playoffs, yes. Ooh. I think playoffs, yes, because they won the division. Yeah, and you know, probably still in the playoffs. I, I, yeah, I don't know if they make. I don't know if they win the division if the Ravens stay healthy, but I think they still make the playoffs. I, I think they were yeah. good enough. I think I, they're I mean, a better team than the Raiders. I think they're a better team than New England was uh, towards the end, and and certainly better than Pittsburgh. So because they swept the Ravens in dominant fashion, if I remember yeah, correctly, they right? They did. They swept them. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, and I mean, they beat they beat Kansas City near the end too, right? So, so it's not like the Bengals in twice. Yeah, you know, like but in the regular season. Well, they mean twice. We actually end in the playoffs. I mean, well, right, right. But, uh, but we're talking about do they make the playoffs? The, the playoff win doesn't count for this question. But, but oh, right. But what, what's clear though, this is this is not a fluke. They right. Yeah. They didn't they didn't fall in ass backwards. You know, they, they didn't luck their way in Pittsburgh. They actually found a, they actually won their way in. They they, they played great. Um. So I don't think it was a, a matter of that. Swept the Steelers. Swept the Ravens. Well, beat the Chiefs. Swept the Steelers. Good lord. <laughs> I mean, they were a playoff team, though, so we have to at least look at it in that aspect. Yes, you know? because the Ravens were banged up, because the Browns were the Browns, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, can we give T.J. Watt a little credit? I'm not discrediting Honestly. him, but that if you ha- and if you had a, a comparable, sure. yeah, T.J. Watt is great. I don't think uh, even I, a Steelers hater, terrific. can't deny that. Terrific, T.J. Watt, terrific. <laughs> um, all right, what is <laughs> what is the Rams? Uh, Don't be rude. What is the Rams' key to victory? EJ, we'll start with you. Stafford, no mistakes. No mistakes. Um, And try to develop some run game. I mean, they don't have a run game right now. True. They got to do something, you know? I mean, if they if, if Stafford doesn't make mistakes and they can mix it up a little bit, they'll they'll win this game. Right. Um, Defensively speaking, um, 
I think it's important for them to get a big lead in this game too, because that makes their pass rush more, more effective. Force Cincinnati to become a one one you know one dimensional team early. So if you get get a big lead early in the game, that makes Von Miller and Aaron Donald even more dangerous because because now you're forced to throw the fucking ball. So good points, Matt. I think it's it's on Stafford just to throw the ball all over the field. I, I don't really believe in Cincinnati's secondary. I think they have a lot of key weaknesses. Eli Apple looking at you. And I think those can be <laughs> exploited rather quickly with the receiving core that they have on L.A. So I think they have to attack them deep and get the score high quick, like EJ was saying, get, get Cincinnati in, in a stage where they have to throw the ball to compete because then – that plays very well into LA's Rams defense's strength. Kyle. Um, I'm going to make this straight defensive. Like Stafford can make all the mistakes he wants, honestly, in my opinion, if they pound Joe Burrow, like EJ dreams, Tom does. Okay. And um, I think, I think if they, like if the Rams have a nine sack game, the Bengals aren't going to finish the job like they did against the Titans. Like, that's not a, a factor here. Matthew Stafford is not going to throw three interceptions, two of which, by the way, weren't Tannehill's fault. I mean, Stafford's fault. So, like, I feel like this is a case where we can talk about, like, the points you make are great. Although I might contend that it's not so much that the Rams can't run the ball as they kind of choose not to. Um you know, not not so much as your Patriots from earlier in Tom Brady's days, or or that group that that lost um, to the Giants that you hate so much. Um, <laughs> but I think this is a situation where the run game may come up to surprise some people. Listen, Sony Michelle Cam uh, Cam Akers are not a bad running oh, football. No, I think they're severely underestimated because Cooper bleeping Cup. And your check down, I've heard the one good thing I've said on on, on the, the lamestream media about this game that makes a lick of sense is that Odell Beckham could be the, the loud edition of Jonathan Taylor from Joe Montana, right? So that's about it offensively that I think you need to account for is it got enough weapon. You, you need a lot of weapons because they're locking on Super Cup. Check. You know, that's not a problem. Also, uh, for the Bengals, we're leaving out that tight end CJ Azuma, his health is in question. He says he's going to be able to play. As an hour ago, but I'm not sure how much of a difference he'll. Sorry, EJ. As, as an hour ago, he's been clear to play. As an hour ago, as we heard. Right. Um, but I, I just don't know how effective he'll be. We'll have to see. If that run game goes for the Rams, game over. Game over. Yeah. Good point. Game over. Because if they keep the that, ball out of that out of Burrow's hands, how can he score and keep up with the sh- uh, shootout? That's a great right, point. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Jason had, had a similar point to you, Kyle. He said uh, Beckham had one of his best games in a while. Him and Cup, they don't necessarily need a uh, a running game. I I, I think, um, yeah, I think one of the big things is 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 Stafford just not making mistakes. He's he's made them a few times that 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 cost his team. Um, you know, down towards the end of the season, uh, if he can avoid doing that on Sunday, I think they're they are a hard team to beat. Um, but you know, the I, I think the, the the game is is there to win on both sides. The the Rams probably are the the favorite, uh, and should be. And and you know, betting wise, they are. We'll talk. We'll get to that here in a second. Um, but yeah, it's Stafford. Don't make mistakes. 
Um, yeah, I don't think you need the run game, but between your your pass rush and and if Stafford can play a perfect game, I, I think that that's that's a pretty big, um, you know, that's a pretty big task for the Bengals to overcome. Um, to the game itself, of course, uh, Sunday six thirty. Uh, I'm not sure is that the official kickoff time or to always do some weird like six thirty three and a half minutes or something like that for the for the official kick time. Yeah, so depends on how long the anthem runs. Uh, yeah, that's usually that's usually one of the over unders. I don't think that's on my list. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get because uh, I'm gonna go over some of the prop bets here uh, in a minute. But yeah, the 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 anthem length is always a fun one. Uh, but NBC and Peacock, uh, the Rams are a four and a half point favorite. Forty eight and a half uh, is your over under on this one. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. What do you think happens? I think the Rams win by two scores. I'm gonna take the the over uh, as well, just because wow. I think that the I'm I'm. I'm looking at a 31-21 game. It's going to be my prediction. Right? You didn't say that ten point game. You said two scores, like ten points. What? I mean, it's two yeah. scores. I mean, I could have said by six points and said it's technically two field goals. <laughs> EJ, give me a break here. <laughs> <laughs> I nailed that. I'm going to say my head like two scores. Like, Fine, 35-21. Two no, 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 no. I, I actually agree with you. I actually one. You happy yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> uh Kyle, we'll go to you. You know, Matt makes a good analysis, and here comes EJ. Do you want rankings for this week? Any I wasn't ready. Um, <laughs> really, really. You know, that's 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 tool man for I wasn't ready, right? I don't um, think so, Tim. Jim, remind me, I missed the <laughs> I missed the number for the over under. Can you give me that? Uh, 48, 48 and a half. Forty eight and a half. Um, you got the over. Uh, you're, you're gutsy nah, boy. Uh, I can't I can't sign off on the over because we're going to get our typical fl- slow first quarter. I think. Um, that being said, I like the sco- two scores take. Um, I'm inclined to think it's going to be less than 12 points. Um, 31 to 21 just feels slightly wrong. I feel like uh, the Bengals will have field goals in there. I don't see all of their scores being off of touchdowns, nor do I. Do- I- I- I'll put it this way. Um, I'm 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 gonna go I'm gonna go 31. I'm going to 31 18. Okay. That's still the over. That is the over. Uh, is that, yeah, I guess yeah that over. would be. Yeah. That would be. It'd be 49. The there it yeah, is. The over. Slight. It's by a half a damn point. Ain't that slight? Sad. Math, baby. Yeah! Uh, e- EJ, course, we'll, yeah. we'll go to you, yeah. EJ. The, the lock bet of the weekend is the under this game. I, what Kyle said is true. I see a slow first quarter. I see Cincy playing keep away. I see a long seven-minute drive to start the quarter. I see the Bengals getting a field goal out of that. I don't see the Rams getting any points in the second quarter, all that. Um, this is, is going to be an under game. You'll see some scoring in the third and fourth quarter, but I see a low-scoring first half. So the under is the bet. I'm rooting for the Bengals win this game, but, man, I, the, the Rams, I mean, they have to win this game. And I just think everything is, is falling in place from now. They're playing. Oh, we lost you. 
Damn it. It's not even the Wi-Fi. It's my fucking computer. Anyway, I'm taking, I'm taking the under this game. That's the lock of the weekend. Bet it, please, everybody. Shoot or shoot. Um, and I'm going to take uh, the Rams to cover slightly. 23-17. Yeah, I um I don't I don't do this often, um, but I agree with EJ. Um I think the <laughs> I, I think I think if if you're betting, I think the under's the smarter play just because of obviously the Rams pass rush against that Bengals offensive line. The Bengals have the ability to disrupt the opposing team's quarterback. Um Stafford has at times been prone to make some mistakes. So I think if, if you're if you're making a play, I, I think the under is a smart play. I'll take the under. Um, I want the Bengals to win, uh, big time, big time. But I, I just I, I have a hard time seeing them do it. I think the Rams win a touchdown, ten at most. Um, I, I just I, I think the the big stage might be just a little bit too bright for for the young team in this one, and I think. They they will they will make some mistakes. You learn from them, come back better, build the offensive line, and, and I and I think the Bengals will be fine long term. But I think um, all of the gambles that the the Rams made to get here um, have 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 and will pay off. And, and Kyle, I think the big stage I think the big stage argument is definitely in play for everybody else on the team, but Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is not afraid. Oh, of yeah, I, and I mean that guy is more proven that he's sure. He's no, I, I I think it's just as a team, as a right, team. I agree with you. You know, you and, could have a slow start without being uh, without being afraid. I'm saying, yeah, right. Um, you know, and and big stage can also you know the, those big stage like angst or, or whatever can also you know come down to coaching as well because yes. McVeigh has coached in said big game. Uh, Taylor has not. So um, uh, that's incorrect, actually, Jim. If you'll remember, Zach Taylor was a member of that McVay staff as the quarterback coach in that Super Bowl. Head coach, though. I mean, I mean, so yes, he's he's been on the sideline. He has not head coached a game. Thank you, semantics. Um, but uh, looking <laughs> uh, the game, baby. Semantics. <laughs> well, that's true. I should remember who I'm talking to. Somebody who who can actually provide insight and not just EJ. That is a disgusting act. Uh, but some of the prop bets, I pulled some of these from uh, DraftKings. Um, you know, so instead of just running down the list, like we'll go around quick, kind of rapid fire. And and you know, if you're um, if you're placing your bets, you know, how how would you play these uh, coin toss outcome, heads or tails? What, what side would you play? We'll go in the same order. EJ, Matt, Kyle. Um, I would go tails. Tails never fails, right? EJ. Heads. Matt? Tails just because EJ said heads. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure EJ said heads because Jim said tails, and I'm going to say tails because it never fails, baby. Jim had the correct answer all along. That's right. Uh, first offensive play from scrimmage, pass or run. Um, I'll go pass. EJ. Joel Mixon, buddy. All right. To run. Matt? Um. Pass Stafford seventy-five yard touchdown to Cup. Wow! <laughs> right out of the gate. Wow. Um, Kyle, uh, I'm not going to go so bold, but uh, my 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 uh, spider sense is saying the Rams will win the toss. Ergo, pass. 
All right. Team to record the first first down, Rams or Bengals. So I guess that depends on the – so with the Bengals being the home team, that would mean the Rams would get the option to call the toss, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. – so I will go. I will go. Rams get the ball first. Um, so they will get the first first down. EJ. Bengals get the ball first, and Bengals first down. All right, Matt. So I have the Rams scoring the touchdown. Does that count as the first down? No. Nope. Yes, well? it does. does it? So then Rams. Does that actually that, count? I, I don't think that counts as getting a first down because you know what? You're right. You're right, Jim. I had to think about that. You're right. So the answer is no. The, he might have well, and then do the Bengals go three and out? <laughs> right. That's the other question. I'll still go Rams. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> Kyle. Um, I think I think it's going to be a, a, a pass for the Rams. I think they'll get enough for the first down with an eleven yarder. Ergo, I got the Rams. Okay. Um. Let's see, Devin has the uh, the Bengals are going to win this week. I'm going to go, Devin. I would love it. I would love nothing more. Um, oh, I do have the length of the anthem. Length of anthem over under 95 seconds. Who is doing the anthem? I Nikki Guyton. Yeah, okay. country singer. Country singer. Mm. Oh. Under. Yeah, I'm going to go no nonsense under. Yeah, country singer, I'll go I'll go under. It's going to be fairly straightforward. In a whole break. Let's be honest. If it was R&B, we were all say over because they got to hold those runs and do the yeah. fancy stuff although you know? although this, she is black um, not that i have a problem with that i still I'm, I'm still gonna go i'm still gonna go fairly straightforward on it you're gonna you're you're ruining ruling me on the country song what are you saying <laughs> <laughs> no, she's black, though. She's, not holding, she's not still not holding a note though it's country. I I, see i Brave. can't EJ can say that because no. Um, <laughs> listen, I the country singers, singer thing does throw me for a loop. I, I'm with fingers. you too with the no nonsense. 95 seconds is not very long though. Um, but they won't make an extra production. Yeah. Okay. You know, you sold me. I'm all under. right. All right. Um, outcome of the first coach's challenge is play stand or play overturned. I'll go, I'll go overturned. I feel like you in the Super Bowl, you don't want to waste those timeouts unless you know, unless you know the play is going to change. EJ. Overturned. Matt. If it's Sean McVay doing it, then it's going to be overturned. <laughs> Stupid fucking challenges in the last game. Um, Kyle. You know, you all got a lot of faith in the zebras. They're going to screw the call up and blow the replay. I got the play stand. Oh, well, I mean, that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, jersey number of the first touchdown scorer over under nine and a half. I'll go. I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go over. I'll go over. Say it again, though. So the jersey number, is it nine and a half over under? So would it be... Nine or under or ten and over. So, like, if Burrow would score the first touchdown, if you think Burrow's going to score the first touchdown, you would say under. Right. Okay. Um, first touchdown. First touchdown. Um, over. All right. Matt. Yeah. I'd say Cooper Cup. He's ten over. There you go. Kyle. <laughs> uh, over all of the above, man. The statistics are too good. Yeah, I mean the, the only way you're getting under is uh is Jamar oh, Chase, right? Theoretically. Oh no, Beckham Jr. is at what three? Yep. Oh, that's true. That's true. Forgot about that. 
Um, first team to call a timeout, Rams or Bengals? Uh, Bengals. 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 I got the Rams to squeeze in a halftime touchdown. Ooh, okay. That's and that's the first timeout. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, team to score on the first drive. Team team will score on the first drive of the game. Yes or no? Uh, I'll say no. I say yes. The Bengals uh, field goal, long drive. Like I told you. Okay. Yes. I say we already know Matt's answer, Kyle. I have a field goal. I have a Rams field goal. I will say yes. All right. Um, First team to 10 points. Uh, I'll go Rams. I'll go Rams. Rams. Round the horn. All right. Uh, Total yards of longest field goal over under 47 and a half yards. I'll go over. Longest field goal of the entire game. Longest field goal of the game over under forty-seven and a half yards. I'll go, I'll go over now. Is right. it made field goal or attempt? Um, oh, it doesn't I'll, say. I would assume made. Okay. Over, still over. I'll, I'll t- still take the over on that. Make or miss. I got under. Yeah, if it's if if miss is in play, I'll definitely go over. Likewise. I would definitely right. go over if it's if 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 miss is in play. Uh, does either team register a safety? Yes or no? Uh, I'll say no. 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 You know, it's interesting. As much as we poop all over the Bengals O line, we're still saying no here. Um, but I too will say no. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Uh, team to score the longest touchdown. Um, I'll I'll go. You know what? I actually go Bengals on this one. I'll go Bengals too. I think Dylan Rams get burned on one play. Definitely. I will go Bengals as well. Kickoff return for a touchdown. Ooh, okay. Wow. Kyle? I can't tell if he's thinking or the Wi-Fi got him. Oh, there he is. <laughs> that was great. Kyle? Did you hear the question, Kyle? Kyle? Rams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, total successful field goals over under three and a half. Um, I'll go over. You said three, three, three and a half. You said right. Three and a half. I'll go over too. Twenty-three, seventeen. That's over. Yeah, that's four. Did we get him back. He's trying to connect. Matt, I will go under on that one. Okay, Kyle. It's um successful field goals over under three and a half. Number of field goals older than under three and a half. Um, successful. Yes. Under. Okay. Um, yes, under. Right. Four, so total punts by both teams over under six and a half. Um, under. Slight under. All right. Seven punts is a well, lot. That's yeah, a lot of punts. Well, I did take control. the under for the points. I see a lot. I see a lot of ball control in this game too. So yeah, long, I'll stick. I'll stick under on the punts. I, I don't. Yeah. Kyle. Under, um, so if it's a ball, if it's a ball control situation, the, yeah, it's going to be under because there's going to be fewer drives in the game. Right. Uh, total players to attempt to pass over under two and a half. Uh, so that that would obviously going to get in trick plays. I'll go over. I'll go over. We got. I think the the Bengals at some oh, point might. 
might have What's to. What's that? Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. So basically, are they going to have one at least one play that that's not Stafford or or uh, Burrow throwing the ball? So yeah, I'm going over. Uh, no, I'll uh, two and a half. I'll go under. Okay, Matt. I'll, I'll take the over. One of the punters. Oh, a fake the old I'm fake punt point. situation. Mm. Uh, Kyle. Uh, I didn't catch the question. Um, total players to attempt to pass over under two and a half. Not Stafford or Burrow, of course. Okay, so if you're giving me total, I, 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 <laughs> did you go over? You One said? more time, Jim. Oh, uh, total players to attempt to pass over under two and a half. I think I think the Wi-Fi is getting to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we press on. Since you know, we 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 press on. Either team misses an extra point, yes or no? I'll say no. I'll say no as well. No, get two good kickers in the game. Try we is the fourteenth time a charm. Um, we'll we'll, we'll do, we're pressing on, Kyle. <laughs> Does either team miss a field goal, yes or no? Extra point. Extra point. Sorry. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Okay. PAT. Uh, will a player score a touchdown and a two-point conversion, yes or no? I say no. No. Yes. Matt's just looking for a crazy yes. Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, Kyle is, yes. Um, Are you gambling? Are you doing a lot of gambling this weekend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why. Uh, big man touchdown. Does a offensive tackle or defensive tackle score a touchdown, yes or no? Uh, no. I'm going to say no as well. As much as I want to say yes, Aaron Donald, I'm going to say no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hell to the no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Hell no. Uh, shortest touchdown <laughs> drive over under one and a half yards. Over. Drive? Drive. drive. <laughs> so does the ball get turned over on the the, the one the, the one and a half that's or one yard be, line? That's got to be a mistake, right? Yeah. It's over, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe DraftKings forgot a another one or go, a three go or that quick if you can <laughs> something. Yeah, get get a hold of that one. I think we're all going over. <laughs> yeah, way over. Why does it be wrong though? Uh, yeah, really. Uh, last team to score: Rams or Bengals? I'll go Rams. I'll go. Geez, what did I say on the show today? Did I say Bengals? Bengals. Rams. Bengals late. Okay. Um, last play of the game will be a kneel down. Yes or no? I'll go. I'll go no. I think the Bengals have the ball last, and they're trying to trying to make one one last push. No, uh, it'll be a kneel down. I think Rams have the ball back, and then they'll feel it called day. All right. Yep. Rams kneel. Yeah, Rams finish it that way. I agree. All right, total touchdowns over under five and a half. Um, well, basic prediction. Based on my prediction, I got to go no. I got to go under. Yeah, no, no. I, I have twenty three seventeen. That's three touchdowns only. Thirty one twenty one. So yes. I have thirty one eighteen. So I'm saying yes again by half point. Okay. Half a touchdown in this case. Total game turnovers over under two and a half. Um, I'll go over. 
Yeah, I'll go over. I see a one fumble, I see two picks. Yeah, I'll go over. Yeah, I, I think each QB throws a pick, and we probably see a fumble somewhere. So over. Yeah. I'll take that. I got one turnover per. I got under. Okay. Uh, oh, no, no, also, turn over, turn over on downs, too. So does that, Are they counting that? Uh, I doubt that I'm counts. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, but I think when you're talking actual turn, like, I don't think. Like in, in on like a stat line on a box score, I don't think a turnover on downs counts as a turnover. I will asterisk to say if that's the case, if if they count turnover on downs, that it is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah without it, without question. Um, total points scored, odd number, even number, odd number. Well, twenty three seventeen is forty, so that's even number for me. Even for me. Yeah, I got forty nine, so I got odd. All right, uh, MVP position, quarterback or other? I'm going to go other. I think Stafford gets it, so. Okay. Yeah, QB. Stafford earned his middle name, QB. All right, there you go. Uh, and then the color of the Gatorade bath, yellow or orange? I say it says yellow or orange slash any other outcome. So it's basically yellow or the field. I'll go with the field. I don't feel too. Um, I will go yellow. I too got yellow. Okay, I think it'll be blue. And the Rams <laughs> winning, I think they'll go with the blue. The blue eyes stuff is so bad too. Damn it! <laughs> and it's it's the easiest stuff to pour out. Actually, I think the lemon lime is hot garbage as well. So either way, your face is hot. You're, hey, you're hey, pouring that's out. a refreshing beverage. Oh, it's man. awful. Oh, not the best your one. Face is awful. <sighs> so Fruit bad. Popcorn, you hater. Oh. Orange in the morning too. I need to get some popcorn for this weekend. You're right. Um, all Damn right, it, Jim. How do you not have it already? I ate it all. <laughs> yeah, I ate it. again, <laughs> the best answer to that question. I mean, I'm a fat guy. What do you want? Hey, listen, I too am a fat guy, and I'm a fat guy that got to eat so fi food at the stadium today. I wasn't. The, uh, the weakest thing on the menu was the pizza. If you if you go to the SOTG, my Instagram, you'll see a picture of the food in question. Um, thank you. Uh, the pizza is just regular stadium pizza, but the barbacoa burrito was awesome. Oh. The hamburger sub was awesome, and the jalapeno cheese sausage was great. So there you go. Oh, how about that? All right, uh, that is going to wrap us up uh, going yeah. into Super Bowl weekend. We have, we will be back next week, um, and then from there, uh, our schedule will change fairly dramatically for the off season. But we'll. Touch on that as the time comes. Uh, Kyle, let the people know what's going on. You know, I didn't think there would be a bigger crime than your brother hating crinkle fries, but you came out with these garbage-ass Gatorade takes, and now you and I have to have a, a come-to-Jesus meeting. Um, oh, come on. I course. love the crinkle fries, though. Doesn't that amount for something? It helps. It saves your life. I'll put it that way. No, of course, I am Kyle Nash, the student of the game. You can find me on Twitter as the SOTG. Find me on Instagram as the same, the SOTG, where you can see the food of SoFi Stadium soon enough, as soon as I post it, if I haven't already. Of course, check out my work with The Three Point Conversion, where you'll see everything I write about the upcoming Super Bowl. An upcoming piece here that um, is, hopefully gets released tomorrow um, will be about Joe Burrow's swag getting more attention than it should. And... Uh, of course, my work with the black and gold banneret. Um, when I'm back in Orlando, I will be covering college basketball in the form of the UCF men's and women's basketball teams. And hey, tournament time's coming for the American. That's going to be a fun watch all the way around. Um, 
So yeah, and there's this other guy I hang with, EJ. He tells me football is awesome. And of course, my friend Demosthenes Euclid. Once I'm back in town and all the Super Bowl crazy's gone, there will be episodes recording once again. And uh, so look out for that as well. Gentlemen, an honor, joy, and privilege. But until next time, class dismissed. Matt, let the people know. Yep, you can find me on Twitter. It's at 3CT Affiliate. Um, you can hear me on Thursdays on Three Count Thursday Wrestling Podcast. Not this week. I will be off starting back up really? next week. So, yes. My kid's awake again. Oh. You okay, bud? <laughs> That's it for me. All right, perfect. EJ, can you get it in quick? Yes, I could get in. First of all, Kyle, I can't, I can't find a pizza on the, on the, on the Instagram. I can't find what you're talking about. I'll do it later. Focus. I'm, I'm, focus. I'm plug. Plug. First Week of Podcast Network on all podcast platforms. We'll be launching a new, <laughs> new concept very soon that Kyle leaked out already the uh, the name of the concept. Uh, <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, I'm on Twitter, Eat57. Uh, other than that, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the week. It's been a great season doing the show. Jim, Matt, Kyle. All right, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports, but make sure you are following along with the show at Huddle Up Podcast on Twitter and uh, on Facebook. We are at Huddle Up Pod on Instagram. You can get our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and all podcast platforms now that the feed is back up and running. Our home network, NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com, and the secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network. Enjoy the big game, and until next time, go for the win.